Hello, it's Jack Tutor here of Attention Magazine. Welcome to Crucial Listening, the podcast where I speak with musicians and sound artists about three albums that are important to them. My guest this time is Ibukun Sunday, a ambient musician and violist from Lagos, Nigeria. Ibukun's new album, Mantra, is out on Phantom Limb via their Spirituals imprint. It's a release that uses brevity to its advantage in the sense that you're left with strong insistences as to the record's themes, but it's over so quickly you don't feel like you approach answers, which is perfect because Ibukun seems like someone who is exploring and searching. This record has that sensation, these snippets of field recordings that suddenly cut into these waves of electronics which in turn go through these mutations over the course of their running time transiting from one point to another but again because of the brevity of these pieces feel like that they've just embarked on one step of what's ultimately an ongoing perhaps infinite onward journey love speaking to Ibukun one thing I will say is that the audio Uh, undergoes a change at one point we had some sound issues which we then cleared up so the first 10 minutes Ibukun's voice has reverb on it and in the latter part of the conversation for the most part it doesn't so just making you aware of that this was great I loved speaking to Ibukun three really cool records none of which I'd heard all from the past few years actually hope you enjoy this conversation And if you're enjoying these conversations generally, then do consider donating to the podcast over on coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash crucial listening. You can do a one-off donation or monthly to help support with the outgoings involved in hosting the show and the energy exerted in making it. Thank you for listening as always. I hope you enjoy this conversation. This is Ibukun Sunday on Crucial Listening. Ibukun, welcome to Crucial Listening. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. So yeah, you're sure here to you. talk about three important albums. Uh, before we talk about those, I want to ask about your new record, Mantra. Now, one thing that appears in the text is the fact that the album is inspired in part by the four Vedas of Hinduism which are bodies of religious text composed in Vedic Sanskrit and passed down orally. So firstly, can you tell me about your own connection to the four Vedas? First first and first, I always love to know more about cultures, traditions, and the way of life, the way people live. 
So what make me to move, to go deep into this is I always love the Indian culture, the Native Americans, sort of all those things. So basically, like I think maybe three years ago, I got a book about this. I got like three different books of these vendors. So when I read through it, I saw it was written by an Indian person. Like I'd like to know more about it. So what the vendors, what it really means is that it means the knowledge and any knowledge you accept is vendors. And again, for any teaching of the vendors are original knowledge. Hmm. And also the vendors is just like, it's like an in, like an in book. Hmm. And it's also a song of devotion. That was really pushed me into that. Like, this I need to like create something like something special that it's connected to something like spiritual, mm. which is also known as knowledge too. That's why in anything I do, like knowledge is always there. Knowledge is that's why I say any knowledge you accept is vendors. And again, for any teaching of the vendors are also the original knowledge. Mm. That is it. Great. I mean, you mentioned the connection between this and hymns. It's like a hymn it's book. You exactly, said. it's like an hymn, yeah. and it's also a song of devotion. Mm. Yeah. So already you have something which has a basis in music. Exactly. What, what was it that made you want to make an album around this? Like, what made it worth exploring through your sound? As I said before, the vendors are like hymns that talks about the traditional stories, like each like religion or culture, tradition and rituals. That was make me go deep into it. Like I need to know what's going on here and what's going on there. I wanted to ask you as well about some of the specific recordings on Mantra. I mean, what I love is you have this basis of your wonderful electronics, but you also have a lot of voices, like voices feature heavily, uh, either in the foreground or buried in the mix. I mean, there's one track, Culture of Knowledge, that opens with a dialogue, an unbroken recording of dialogue before it moves into the music. I mean, could you tell me a bit about that piece of recording on culture of knowledge like why was it there and what is it that draws you to voices and and conversation like that basically all these questions always lead to number one and i already said it before like it's the culture one it's the tradition two it's the religion three it's the ritual four Mm. That's why in the beginning of the culture of knowledge, it started with a Yoruba language, which is from Nigeria. A Yoruba language. They were discussing about a flower that they can use to cure someone. That's what was going on at the beginning of the culture of knowledge. It was in mm. Yoruba. They were like, like three women. In fact, I remember, yes, three women. They were having a conversation 
about what was going on like they can use this leaf to create cream they can use it to cure this they can use it to cure that after that when the yoruba was just like it was going the conversation was going it was going and it switched to another language which is yibo in nigeria we have yoruba yibo Aosa, kalaba so they didn't switch to yibo these yibo people I don't really understand Yibo, so I don't really know what they were saying, but I think I have an idea. They were discussing, like, they were, if you can hear, if you hear the recording very well, they were sweeping, one of them was sweeping, and the other was standing, they were having a conversation in Yibo language. They were discussing, 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 I don't really know what they were discussing, but me listening to the music at the end, like, I was like, okay, I think this, this conversation to really go into what I'm looking for like this is it this is what I'm looking for this is what I want and that is how I just got it from Yoruba conversation it switched to the Yibo conversation and after that it then fades and the music comes in that's why I said again it's like a song Mm. And it's also a in, and it's also a devotion. So the thing just keeps going like that. That is how I got the culture of knowledge. Now the question I wanted to ask is about the electronics on this record, because they're really gorgeous. I mean, the first track you've got on there is Purport, and you've got this kind of texture that seems to dance and then transform into something completely different to what it starts as or you know the drones on Manasa the way that they all fit together is just gorgeous so I've also seen on your YouTube channel actually you using various synthesizers and you know it seems that hardware and equipment and synthesizers are you know a really prominent interest of yours so I wondered if you could tell me about um, some of your favorite pieces of equipment that you used on on Mantra and what it is you like about using them? I use the Lara 8. Lara 8. Is that the yes. only synth you used on the record? I use also, I use a Michael Freak too. What really pushed me in using the Lara 8 and Michael Freak was the Lara 8 is just like a beast. Like the equipment <laughs> is exactly like, that's the explanation. It's just like a beast. Like it gives you this white noise, this drone of what you're looking for, the ambulance, everything. It's it's there on the Lara 8. That was like the texture more. I'm like really pissed about the texture, the sound texture, the everything, how it moves, where it can take you. Like it's really like it really blows my mind. Like I can I can go on forever just mm using the Lara 8 alone or the Micro Freak. It's really, really good equipment using. One other question I wanted to ask on Mantra is the sound at the beginning of Illusion. It's so fascinating. It sounds like for the benefit of people listening, they can check out the record, obviously, but it sounds like something, someone rummaging through like a bag. Yes or breathing yes. frantically. I, I don't know how much you want to explain that sound, but I wondered yes. if you could give me like a, an indication of what I'm hearing there. So what I was really trying to do there is 
The isolation means to accept something which is not and what is not. Everyone is accepting the body as itself. If I ask you what you are, you will say, I am this, I am that. But all these are just the body mm. identification, but you are not the body. So that what the voice and everything you hear is trying to like, what is going on? Like, is this my body? Is this not my body? Mm, it's just wow. like a ritual. Like, I need to go out of here. What's going on? That's why he's breathing heavily. The heavily things keeps going on like that. Like, that was what I was just trying to achieve from there. That's wicked. Is to accept something or not. That is lovely. I mean, this and everything you said in this portion has really kindled like a, a, a renewed appreciation of wanting to get back and stuck into this record. Um, exactly. It's, it's wonderful. Thank you for that. And Yeah, thank you so much. People should check out Mantra as well. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's a really great record. So let's talk about your three important albums now. And before we get to the records specifically i like to ask about how you thought about the word important when picking your three records so was there a way that you understood that word important in order to come up with the list that you did actually the word important i can say i understand or i do not understand like i can pick almost like this three like this three music mm. like what you want me to pick i can pick almost like 10 20 because i've listened to so many people create like our music always connect to each other so this three i just like for me to pick like 10 i can pick 10 but this three i just like okay <laughs> let me just pick this trip which connects to me more and mm. which is a transition to my music also like we do the same thing but on an higher level place Nice. So let's go with your first important record then, Ibukon. Which one would you like yeah. to talk about first? Anyone. You could just pick anyone. I dive nice. into it. Okay, great. We've got I've got them in an order on my sheet. We might as well go okay. in this order then. So okay. the first one I've got here is Black Brunswicker Wilder Path. So could you give me a little introduction to why this record is important to you? This record is like the beginning of the music drawn from the art of land. Everything, like, I think this music was talking to me more. Mm. Because this music was releasing when I was going through some things. Like, I always, that's why I bought this music. I always listen to it, like, the way the guitar, the shifting, the texture, the sound texture, and everything, like, it just went to the same direction of what I'm looking for. And again, the music like that really, really connects to me is the silence we shared. That's like, it's another rank for me. Like I can listen to it almost 10 times, 20 mm -hmm. times. Like it keeps me going. It keeps me going. The sound, just the texture alone, like it's enough for me, like, mm. like a peace of mind. When you say it keeps you going, could you tell me more about that? Like, what does this record give you? Like anytime I'm down, like like 
um, I don't really like to say this. Like, I'm always alone now. Like, I do things alone. Like, I don't really have best friend, much friend like that. So, I'm always like on my own all the time. So, like, when I'm like down or going through things, I just listen to such music that's like this that acts the sound texture, like what I want. Like when I listen to it, it always brings me more back up. Like yes, let me create, let me do this, let mm. me do that. Mm-hmm. It keeps me going. Like sometimes I'm not going to like when I listen to other artists' music like this. It's always touch me. Like sometimes I always cry. Like inside me, I always cry a lot. Like such of music is this it's really really touching me like mm. it goes a long way a long way for me like especially the silence we shared like as i said i'm always on my own like i keep to myself those kind of stuff but when i listen to this music there's something there how did you discover it do you remember yeah i think like there's a label which i was following mr saku so like I did a release on the label. So I think the label did another release on other artists. So I saw it on Instagram. I was like, I need to follow the guy. So the person, the artist, I followed him on Instagram. When I saw the album, it's out on Bandcamp. Immediately, I just went, I bought it. Listened to it. I'm like, yes, this is it. This is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of music I want. This is the kind of music I want to hear. This is it. That's great. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me on this album is the reverb, and I can exactly. see that Ethan is using a particular pedal, and it seems to use yes. very few pedals. Um, he's using a Mr. Black Eterna pedal on this record. Yes. I'm intrigued. Firstly, for your thoughts on the reverb on this album, but also I'm struck by the different types of echo and reverb on your record as well. So I wondered if you could tell me a bit about your relationship with echo and reverb. First, first of all, anytime I'm doing any any music, when I created the music first, like I created without reverb or mm. echo or anything. When I create music, then I move it over. And do it and editing. I put reverb. I put echo. Those two things always bring the texture of the sound out. Like the grumbling of the sound, it's always it's always come out. I'm not going to lie to you. If you create a music, a pure music, which is going from the beginning to the end, if you play it backward, it always sounds different. And mm. when you take the music. You put echo, reverb, delay, or sustain. It beautifies everything. <laughs> Brings yeah. the colors out. Like it looks as if maybe you are in heaven or something. Like like the beauty is always there. Mm. That will just make me like get in touch. Like this is like reverb, delay, echo. Like now, if you're creating the music, you guys put all those things there. Like. To just balance the music, you have to put that today. That's great. Um, this album came out very early on in the pandemic. 
and I see that Ethan talks about this music being this isn't a direct quote but basically in the direction of you know this is this is music to act as a form of escape during lockdown which obviously in that very early part of the pandemic people yes. were really talking about it um it was a, very much at the top of you know as a reference point for why people yes, were I, making yeah, and releasing their too. music so um i wondered in terms of your experience i mean did you find yourself gravitating towards or moving towards certain types of music or certain albums uh, during that time of lockdown at all yeah during, during the lockdown like i was going through a lot also like I was I was in Lagos then. I was in Lagos, Nigeria. So I went to this thing, Ghana for a residence, just two weeks resident, and I have to come back to Nigeria and fly back to the UK for my gig. And later, when I was in Ghana, after the two weeks resident, the lockdown, like there was lockdown worldwide. You can't travel back, you can't do anything. Hmm. And I was in Ghana. I was also spent two weeks in Ghana as ending up spending six months unprepared wow i was so destabilized like all my shows and gig in uk everything was just cancelled i could not go back home like it was really hard for me i was really really going through a lot that was make me create the last wave v that's mm -hmm. my album my first album i created the last wave like it's really messed with it's really messed up with me the lockdown like it's messed up with me in a bad way and it's also in a good way so win-win bad and good and with black brunswicker just to wrap up this record are there other black brunswicker records that you enjoy as well actually it was just like this like hmm. This is just the target, like, this is what I want. When I see what I want, I know this is it. So, Ibukun, let's go to your second important record now. The next one in my list is Ryan J. Raffer, Ginkgo. Yes. Which was also released in 2020. So, again, if you could give me an introduction as to why you picked this record as an important record, that would be great. Well, Raffer, like Jack, like we connected on Instagram. He's my friend. Like, actually, this album, I basically bought the cassette. The cassette was sent over from, I think it was in Thailand, from Thailand to Nigeria, Lagos. It was sent over to me. Like, it's, wow. This this is another music. Like, people should always listen. The texture also, and the noise, the white noise, everything. Like, the bass, like, this, I always put it on, the, on replay. It's called The Distance We Must Travel. Like, it's number 10. Mm. Sorry, it's number 11 the distance we must travel like it goes on for like 12 minutes yeah five seconds like 
if you hear the noise, like everything, it keeps going. And again, there's one thing I love about this music. It picks up like just it picks just three notes and it keeps repeating it like repetition. Hmm. And and again, what I said about delay reverb, like it's also delicate, like repetition. I always love music, like I love music, like you just play three notes and you keep repeating it like slowly and the reverb is there, the echo, everything like that was like, it's always messed with me. Like I'm always in love with that repetition. Hmm. Like if you hear the music, the distance, like it's really, really something else, really hmm. something else. Yeah. I'm noticed that with this record how there's a lot of as you say there's a lot of repetition but often as well it doesn't always feel like it's looping it feels like it's always changing at the same time even even as you've got these things that stay the same i mean i noticed that um rafa uses ryan j rafa uses what looks like a modular synthesizer right so um are you interested in modular systems as well? Do you use any uh, at all? I know it's its like own world uh, modular synthesizers, like, but yeah. Like, yes, I use that. Like, I have the vocal FM, the vocal keys, all of that, the micro freak. Like, I'm always in love in doing that, but to get it is like that is too expensive so yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like to get equipment like that and again i'm basically got like to ship it over and every other thing expensive like mm-hmm. let's just don't go into that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure and rhythm as well on this ryan j rapper records yes. could you tell me a bit about your connection to rhythm maybe on this record uh, ginkgo but also your own connection with rhythm because a lot of the pieces on your album have you know a distinct rhythm to them you know they're not just flat so yeah could you tell me yeah. a bit about that exactly that's that what i like i've seen in the beginning like there's always a connection even the first track I pick, there's a connection. Second, there's a connection between us. Hmm. That's why. There's always a connection. It's maybe the ambulance or any other thing. There's always something connecting us, the energy. Like, even though you're far away, like, it's always there. It's always there. It's always there. It's always there. It will never leave. With Ginkgo, can you tell me a bit about how you discovered this record how did you come to find it oh you were friends on instagram is that how yeah, you came friends, into this record? yes yeah yes we we're friends on instagram so when you, you uploaded on instagram this new release is out like immediately i just i bought it straight up and oh. did, did i think the next day it was shipped to me from like from thailand i basically bought the digital and the cassette immediately in two to, two to three days it was like i got it from nigeria like when i when i put it in the case set i use a big speaker like i just put it on repeat especially <laughs> the distance we must travel like 
you can see the distance from Thailand to Lagos. You see, you can feel the distance <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, that's it. And sometimes you always like connect. Like anytime I do a radio show, like I have to feature artists. I always put his music there. Like music is always like it's always there. Is this the one record that you've got by Ryan, or are there other rec- records as well by him that you enjoy? Yeah, there's other records too. Yeah, there's other records. Why? What is it about? I mean, you've talked a bit about why this record connects with you, but I'm intrigued out of all the records that they've done. Why is this the record that sticks out as the important one for you? Basically, his record too was released in 2020, February 2008, and February 28, 2020. The same thing I was also going through, like, it's always the same thing. Mm. So that, I think that's it for now, yeah. Great, so we've got one more important record, Ipkun, and it's by KMRU, Joseph Kamaru. Yeah, Joseph, yeah. Yeah, as it still is, released in 2021. So yes. give me a few words on why this one is important to you. Basically, this one's important because we are connected again. It's field recordings. I'm just going to say, I'm. Um, Totally in love with field recordings. If we check on my music, like almost everything, there's always field recordings there. Mm. Field recordings, field recordings. I think that was like bring that was brought us together, like always in connection. Me and Joseph, like when I listen to his music, like wow, yes, mm. this is it. Like <laughs> this is what I do. Also, like the connection is always there. That's why if you check the all the three. People I pick, the music, that music and the music, there's one or two, like, it's the same. It's mm. the same. So yeah. that will make me pick yourself, like, field recordings. Like, I'm totally in love with that. Do you have any thoughts on why that is? Why is it that you're in love with field recordings? If, <laughs> I think if you come to Lagos, Lagos never sleeps. Like, there's always <laughs> noise everywhere. If you come home and you want to sleep, like someone is playing music here, generator is sounding, they're fighting, they're drinking, the party. Lagos does not sleep. Lagos is always noisy. Like if you need like a field recording of in, of like two hours, I can do that for you. Like Lagos, you totally get it there. <laughs> Lagos, man. <laughs> Lagos, we don't sleep. We don't sleep. There's always fight, drink, music, generator discussion night party everywhere like it's always noisy always always noisy that was like when i just wake up like basically i'm used to it that would just make me like have food record like this when and again when i listen to people's conversation like what's going on what they're saying like 
when they're talking, like the music always play in my head, like you can add this to your music, you can do mm. this, you can do that, you can put this word I'm saying, you can lead on this music, like, like it does not like, like I don't really stress myself, it just comes. Like mm. it's something they call like divine grace. It just like basically the driver, the divine grace is is the same thing as the book that brought me to this music mantra. Like it just comes, it comes. Like I don't really struggle. Like okay, I want to make an album. Like I need to struggle now. The only thing that makes me struggle is when I'm in Nigeria. When I'm doing an album, we have problem with light. Like electricity, like you can be in Lagos like two weeks, three weeks, one month, no light. So how are you going to work? Wow. How are you going to create? How are you going to do all this? Like that always messes with me. Like it always destabilizes my body. Like I need to work. I need to do this. I need to do that. So anytime I have the chance, like there's light, I can create almost like five albums a day. Wow. Five, three albums. I, I just have to do that because I don't know when we'll have light. Mm. I don't know when they'll bring the light. Like, that's the only thing that always mess with me. Like, I'm always, I'm tired. I'm fed up. Like, that's just it. Wow. So when you do get that light, you're like right. Exactly. I need to. Like, I need to get on it. I need to. I need like exactly. I can go on for like a whole day, two days, three days, no resting. And there's one thing about me when I create a music, and I feel the connection in the music. I leave the music. I wait to like two to three weeks. I go back to the music. When I see the connection is still there, like yes, this music is ready. But when oh. I go back to the music and I see the connection is not there, like it is not ready, out. Mm. Yeah, so that's the way I create. That's how it comes. When you go back to it and if you think the connection isn't there, it's not ready. Yeah, it's not do, ready at all. Do you carry on working on that music or do you just start all over again? Yeah, I will start all over again. Like, it's wow. not there at all. So I just have to start again. Now, if it's not there, it's, it's not there. No. Mm, wow. So um, when it's there, like, yeah, this is it. It's ready. So they, there must always be a connection with your music. Like, if you're not passing anything, what's the essence of you creating music without no connection, no feeling, no nothing, no energy, no, like, totally... So you have to feel the connection, the energy, what it's saying, who is it speaking to, hmm. who is the music touching, how does it feel when people music listening to your music? All those has to be there. Hmm. If it's not there, that means music is not ready. And does that also apply to listening to music? Do you need to feel that connection, that energy come through? You have to like if like if you go to like if you download music if you go like online check music, you're not feeling anything like there's no connection. That's why all the three music I gave to you like there's a connection. There's always a connection. The field recording, the texture, the repetition, like you can see it's always there. Mm. 
the energy is there, the connection is there, the feeling is there, like everything is always there. What do you like about the field recordings on as it still is? It's the way people express themselves, the way they talk, like basically they don't know like someone is doing a recording of them. Like I just mm. when I listen to them, like the music creates like I, the music creates like on, on my mind, like the person is talking, like this music can go into it. Like anytime I'm creating, like and I need to put field recording. I create sometimes I create the music first and look for a field recording, go outside. I listen to the music while recording, like Oh wow. Is this the actual field recording I'm looking for? No. Is this the actual field recording? No. Like I have to like look for it. Like when I see like yes, this is the field recording I'm looking for to this music. Hmm. And I just record it, mix it, and it's out there. That's great. You can't just put any out field recording on music like it has to synchronize like it has to go along like it really needs to i noticed that with your album and also with joseph's as well they feel really a part of the music it's really cool exactly um have you had much contact with joseph i mean i know you featured on variations his radio show back in 2021 yeah 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 yeah. like on instagram like we always like so when we have time to like talk and chat Sometimes like, yeah, I love the music. Oh, thank you. I love the music too. Can you, I'm doing a radio show. Can you feature? Oh, oh sure, sure. I can do something like <laughs> that. Yeah. And are there any other records as well by Joseph that you really enjoy? Yeah. Yeah. There's like, there's lots, like really, really a lot of music he created. Like, I just, yeah, there's a lot of music there. Like the Falling Dreams is there. Jar. Created mm. only in 2020, like why we wait, drawing waters, all those, like, yeah, still, like, he has a lot of music, like, yeah, really connect. And the uh, electronics on this album as well, as it still is, are really they're exactly. wonderful because they have yeah. he seems to be using like uh, chords that hold like a single chord through the whole piece but it's getting louder and quieter and louder and quieter There's, it's almost like it's breathing throughout each of these pieces um, I wondered if Joseph's use of electronics was something as well specifically yeah that you, I think you also used the Lara 8 too oh really oh yeah, wow as I tell you, when I tell you the Lara 8 is like a beast forget it's a beast <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wow, can you is do you know that because he told you or because you recognized no 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 like like almost like four years ago like I went online like what instruments four or five years ago like what instrument can I buy like that's really synchronized to what I want to create and what I want like when I went online I saw the Lara Eight I was like wow I think this is it. So I was like trying to buy it when I was in Lagos. Like I was like the expensive and everything was, it was too much for me. So I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait when I get to the UK. So I can just go to entire shop and just get it. Still paying for <laughs> shipping and everything. So mm. immediately I got to the UK, 
that what I did Im- immediately. I bought it. I was like, yes, <laughs> this is this is the beast. The beast is here. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and the Lara Eight is something you can experiment with a lot, a lot when you have the right effect, the right everything. Like you can create almost twenty albums with it. It's something worth buying, man. Like it's really, really good. Mm. Especially the texture when you have a good effect like a reverb delay and others like it's just synchronized like you can go on for like hours creating two hours, three hours like that. Wow. So do you think you're gonna carry on using that synthesizer for quite a yeah. while? <laughs> like for a very long time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for a very long time, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, oh. it's, it's the best. The Lara 8 is really, really good. <laughs> really good. the other thing as well obviously it was a huge part of your life is um, the viola and I think before that the violin I mean do they still feature in I mean do you still play them do you see them as part of your music or do you feel like you're now in a new phase like a new part of your life and the viola isn't there mm, basically the, the viola, it's always there. Like, if you check my personal Bamcam account, like, I always use the viola. Yeah. Like, I do experiment. Like, it's always there. It's always there. It's never like the viola, too, is like also like a connection to me. Like, when I do improvisation music with my viola with effect and every other thing, like, I'll surely take you to another realm. Like, and again, me just playing, like, I always notice, like, when I'm performing the viola, my first note, like just the open string with the infect and everything, like you'd be like, wow, what's this? Hmm. The strings, like the strings, the viola is very, very powerful. So very, very, hmm. like it's always there on my track. It's always there. I always like featured it. Like it's always there. It will never leave. It's the same thing to never leave. Nice, nice. Like now, I like next week, I think in on the 21 of 21, in Manchester, I'll be doing a show, just the viola. I'll be doing oh, a show in Manchester. That's awesome. That's great. Because, yeah, I was listening to your album Latch earlier. and um... Exactly. Like, And also, I love like string instruments, like the cello, the double bass, the violin, and everything. So, Ibukun, one other question I want to ask is about how you buy music, how you tend to buy music and how you tend to listen to it day to day i mean we've talked about buying music on Bandcamp here i mean what are your preferred ways to buy music where do you buy it do you have a favorite format yeah tell me a bit about that yeah it's always the love of music like all my music is always on Bandcamp. 
just write and support other artists because I have a band camp too. People always support me on music. I think that's the best way to support each other. Mm-hmm. That's only the way. Like band camp is the best. Mm-hmm. You can buy digital or you can buy tape, you can buy CD just to support other artists. We support each other, rely on each other. Like the support is always there. Like that's why, like that is the best for me. Mm-hmm. It's the best, like Bam Camp, just to support the artists, like that just it. And the final question is, these three important records you picked, I mean, you mentioned that you could have picked any number of records, but the three you did pick were all released in the last, you know, three years. So I wondered whether yes. or not this, this, this last few years, have they been particularly important for you in terms of discovering and connecting with music? Yes, there's, they're always important. Like, my band camp, like, I always, like, check music, which connects. There's one I have that was released in 2021. There's one I have that was released in 2022, 2023. Like, there's always a connection there. But this, like, just, like, three years ago, because of maybe what I was going through, maybe that's why it's... Not maybe that's why, like, it's really important. That's why it's really important because there's a connection there between us, between the, the artist and the musician. Both of us, there's always a connection. The music they play, the music I play, hmm. it's always there. There's a connection. So that's just it. That's great. Well, Ibukun, thank you so much. It's been great to speak about your record, and yeah, these three you. records are wonderful. I'm grateful for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And to everyone listening, see you next time. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Cheers.